This is Josh Knows Sports, the podcast. He ain't joshing ya. Hello and welcome to another episode of Josh Knows Sports, the show on anything NFL, MLB, or NBA related. It's a potential Seattle bias. Joining me today is Zach Angberg of White Cleat Beat, a uh, Oakland A's uh, fan site for fansided.com. Thank you so much, Zach. Um, first question, the A's, they're just such a complicated team. You just never know how they'll do. Do you guys think that you'll be sellers for the rest of this year or buyers? What's your take on that? I think complicated is a perfect word to describe the A's, Josh. Um they have been for like the last 10 or 15 years. Um, I think considering what they've done recently, um, signing Chris Davis to a, a longer term extension. I mean, two years is, you know, is about as long as you'll get with the ace. Um, and bringing up guys like, uh, Jesus Lazardo, AJ Puck, Sean Manai, uh, Gerald Cotton, getting them ready for the majors. Um, I see us as buyers again. Um, I think that they're going to do all they can because I think they know that. Um, this team has the potential if they can figure out the bullpen and get the starting pitching back. This team has the potential to make some noise. I mean, 97 wins last season. Um, I think the biggest, the biggest get will be, uh, some bullpen arms. Just like last year when we picked up Rodney and Familia at the, at the deadline, I think they're going to be searching for those again. Um, and then if, uh, obviously Jesus Lazardo, AJ Puck, Sean Manaya, if they can get back and get healthy, um, I think this team has a late season push in them. Um, I'm not sure how big of a push, um, but they'll definitely they'll uh, they'll be in the AL wildcard conversation for sure. Definitely, yeah. Well, the I mean, d- well, and then too, yeah. It's just it's just interesting because they, uh, you know, there are quite a few there are quite a few relievers that that are on the market, but maybe too, maybe do you think that you may look at uh at landing a starter too um i mean that's always a possibility we did last year um we picked up mike fears um we picked up uh i believe it was edwin jackson um although we we ended up letting him go um you never really know with billy bean um you know he could end up trying to go out and grab a grab another catcher um he's always uh he's always one of those guys that um you know he he can make a quick decision um one that you won't see coming um, but I think arms is definitely where we're going to go. I, I don't see, as far as our, our offense, um, our offense has been one of the top five in, in baseball the last couple of years up there with the Red Sox and the Yankees. And then the twins apparently this year are just, you know, on fire, but, um, it's definitely going to be arms. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I, I couldn't tell you exactly what, um, who we're <laughs> going to go after. I haven't really looked at the market for, um, starting pitching and bullpen, uh, in trades, but, I could see them making a deal. They're always active with the Diamondbacks. They're always active with the Nationals. Um, so I, I wouldn't right. I wouldn't be surprised if one of those teams, even the Mariners, um, I know I know the you guys have been have been big sellers recently. Um, Seattle's well, been big yeah. sellers, but but yeah. Well, I mean, I I know that Billy Bean is going to make something happen. He's he's always one to when he sees an opportunity, he does not hesitate because he knows that they don't come around very often. Um, so I wouldn't right. be surprised if, if he makes a couple trades at the deadline, um, trading a couple of uh, a couple of prospects for for a couple of arms. For sure. Well, and 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 actually, let me know how how 
you would feel about this. So I mm-hmm. <laughs> I wrote a trade a day for mm-hmm. SotoMojo.com because I write yeah. for the Mariners yeah. fan site. And I tried. I, I, I initially said, I'm going to write a trade a day for Tim Beckham since Bruce is gone, mm-hmm. Edwin's gone. Mm-hmm. But I can't, I couldn't find a good enough shooter except for the A's. <laughs> And I just say that because Jerickson Profar is is not doing it in terms of average, mm-hmm. uh, if you want to go by that. Yeah. And so, would you guys would you like would do you think it'd be a stretch if or that it would uh, be too much if you guys acquired Beckham and then like benched Profar or optioned him down or um, is he starting I mean, to do? So it's weird. So he actually is like. Him and Josh Fegley are actually like leading the team in RBIs. It's, it's so weird. Yeah, his his average yeah. has been terrible. Yeah, but they both have like forty RBIs, which are like tops on the team. Which is yeah, it's so it's it's so it's a weird phenomenon. But yeah, he's only hitting like two hundred. Um, again, with Billy Bean, you never know. Um, I think it would depend on how much uh, he would have to give up, um, because I think that they do believe that pro, they do believe in Profar's potential, um, and they do believe that he's going to heat up. Um, I think that's always you know. They have faith, but I mean, if it gets down to the last week in June, uh, you know, the last week in July, whatever, whenever the, the, um, the, uh, deadline is, if, if, you know, Profar is still hitting like 180, 190, um, I mean, they, they, they made a trade for Morales, uh, earlier this, this year for, you know, oh, a yeah. month, for, for a month of, you know, for like a month and a half until Olsen gets back. So if, if the Mariners are really doing a fire sale, um, and they wouldn't have to give up anything more than maybe a, a young prospect, an arm, you know, one of the guys they just drafted or one of the guys they drafted recently. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, but I mean, what, what did you, I mean, what would you think that they would have to give up to get a guy like Beckham? Um, well, how, how uh, Tim is doing now, you know, so probably not a whole lot. How he started when, when, yeah. when we had that 13 and 2 fluke. He was yeah. in high demand, but you know, yeah. But, yeah, he was over his head. It was early. A lot of players yeah. start like that. So yeah. I would maybe say maybe you know like an expendable prospect who's like you know the like the eighth best A's pitching prospect in your pipeline, yeah. or just or maybe maybe Profar for Beckham because in terms of a fire or in terms of a rebuild, we would want younger. And mm-hmm. I even said I've always wanted Jerickson Profar, so maybe yeah. it's a it's a second base for second ba- for a shortstop trade. But since mm-hmm. Marcus is already at short, yeah, he would just move back up to second. I mean, yeah, because because I, I, I can definitely say for sure that this. I mean, seeing what Marcus has done, and they all rave about him. You know, he went from like he had like a ridiculous, you know, ten errors in the first twenty games a couple of years ago in his first year at short, and he's like defensively, he's probably one of the top two or three shortstops in baseball. I mean, nobody pays attention to him because he's on the A's. Same thing, weirdly, with Matt Chapman. But as far as war is concerned, Semyon is like one of the two or three best shortstops in baseball when you also include his um, what he's doing on offense. And he's got like a 12 or 13-game hitting streak going right now. Um, so I know that they're... they're oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's incredible. So I know that yeah, whatever whatever the choice is, they're, they're going to keep Semyon there because he's been fantastic. Um, but I mean, yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if they if they uh, if they gave up on Profar or if they decided to trade him because I think in the lineup, weirdly enough, despite leading the team in RBI, he is he is certainly the weak link. Um, 
the outfield hasn't been. Um, the corners are definitely not. Um, and I mean, it wouldn't, you know, another thing is I think, um, considering what they've, what they've done recently with contracts, it wouldn't shock me if they tried to extend Chapman and Olsen, um, long-term either, you know, sometime during the season or, or right after the season. Um, I mean, that's another discussion, but to, uh, to try to avoid arbitration and to get it done before, before the CBA, um, expires in 2020, um, like they did with Chris Davis, um. But yeah, I think, right. I think Be- Beckham Beckham for Rofar makes a little bit of sense. But again, it really depends on what he does over the next two months. If he continues, if he continues driving in runs like he is, um, I mean, you know, it's yeah. uh, it, it'll it'll be a hard it'll be a hard sell there. Um, but I'm I'm still really looking for uh, arms like that's like, and I've I've written pieces about like their bullpen has just been terrible. Like the offense has been one of the best, especially recently since they got Olsen back uh, at the beginning of May. But Trevino has not been good. He has like a like a one or a four point three ERA. Already has almost given up as many runs as he did last year. Uh, Trinan's ERA has ballooned like you know another two over what it was. Although last year was kind of unsustainable. Joaquin Soria has been terrible. Um, the only guys that have been good at the bullpen are uh, the new guy, which is I'm trying to I'm remember, I can't forget his name. It's um, oh, sure. uh, Y Y Ching. Oh, I can't remember. It's Wai Ching Chen or something. It's something like that. Um, they picked him up from the Brewers, and then um, Daniel Mengden has been good. Um, but and that's about it, though. Like the bullpen last year, which was like their their shining. You know, uh, the starting pitching was kind of not very good, and the bullpen picked him up. But this year, it's kind of it's uh, the starting pitching has been all right, and the bullpen has been terrible. And that's like that's why they're losing all these games. Like yesterday, they gave up. Trevino gave up a couple runs in the eighth, and then. They had this, you know, they had this lead, and then all of a sudden they were down six three, and they lost. Um, so I know they're going to be looking hard for bullpen arms because right. that's well, they and that's, it, you can't you can't win without a bullpen really today. Oh no! Right. Well, 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 well yeah, exactly. Well, and actually, let's 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 talk about that series. That was bizarre yeah. because you just cannot because you, you know, I mean, it, baseball is weird. The Mariners are. In in dead last, they're one of the worst yeah. teams in in baseball. But they won two out of three against the A's. Has there has there just been like, and it's interesting. There must be like a lack of This just must be a really streaky 2019 for you guys because I noticed you started slow, and then mm-hmm. you were a few games over 500 and hot, and yeah. now you're sort of back to floating around 500 it, it, it just seems like the 2019 A's are streaky <laughs> oh well I mean definitely and again I mean the the offense has been kind of back and forth and um it was like so they started on that 10 game win streak I think it was um in like mid uh, late May to early June to be experienced. um and then uh yeah I don't it's 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 they're always a weird a weird team um this year especially um, they're actually, strangely enough, they're really good against the top-notch teams, uh, except for the Astros, and they're really, really bad against the bottom, the bottom-tier teams. They uh, they got swept twice by the Blue Jays, and they got blown out. I went to one of those games, and it was like ten to one. Um, and they have just gotten, yeah, they, they've lost to the Mariners. They lost two out of three in that opening series, and they've lost two out of three now. They're, I feel like they they are, they play up to good competition, and then they play down to bad competition. Um, and they can't, they can't really figure out what, what works. It's, uh, and it's funny cause the offense is always potent, as I said, but it's, it kind of comes down to like, 
if Mike Fears or Frankie Montas has a good performance, and then if they can hold off whatever the bullpen does. Um, otherwise, yeah, they're they're very yeah. much um, they're kind of they're, they they can like they can beat the Red Sox uh, two out of three in a series, and then come back the next week and they'll lose to the Royals like you know in a sweep. It's like you you they yeah. I, I, I can't get a read on them. I really can't. Um, and that's you know yeah that's, that... a lot of has to do with the arms. Totally. And that's, well, and, and, you know, that's, that is, that's for sure going to be a concern going forward. Um, yeah. I actually think the A's should have, not in Rodney, because as, as, as one whose home team has also had Rodney, he's, he's just a nightmare and always an accident. Oh my God. Happen, but Jesus. I, yeah. Always. <laughs> but I think maybe you guys should have invested in Eurus Familia, but it's, it is complicated though, because of the low payroll, you know, it's, yeah. it's just, yeah. They they it's should have really, been. It, it, it's been years now where they should have been investing in guys, um, and they just don't. Um, and I think you know that's that's part of Moneyball is Billy Bean does is not going to pay. He will they they will uh, they won't pay big money for anybody, but especially not relievers. Um, they've been cycling through closers for years. You know, started with like Houston oh, yeah. Street. It was you know Houston Street, and then Andrew Bailey, uh, Grant Balfour, Blake Trine, and there Sean Doolittle. They you know. They'll get a guy, use him for two or three years until he's not worth what he was. They'll trade him. It normally works. Most of the guys that they get rid of aren't good enough um, later on in their careers. But, um, you know, I think there's also a lot of faith in this team. I think they're, they're starting to change a little bit. Um, I think the new, the new regime, um, Dave Caval and Chris Giles are, are really good, and they've done a lot to improve the quality of the stadium and the fan experience and I mean, you know, for most teams, maybe signing Chris Davis to a two-year, like, $30 million extension doesn't seem like a big deal. But for the A's, like, that is literally the biggest contract they've ever given. Like, that is legitimately, they've never, they've never paid it. They've never paid a guy more than, like, $12 million in a year. Um, it was the same as when right. they signed Suspendas to the four-year 36. It's like, they're paying a guy $8 million a year. Like, it's, you know, they'll, they, they won't, they just don't ever do that. Um, and so it's a, it's like a massive deal. So I think they're, they're starting to change a little bit, but you know, it's baby steps. Um, so I think, you know, they're, they're not, they're still not going to give a guy like Familia money, even though he might deserve it. And they're going to give Soria like 5 million instead of giving Familia 12, but you see how that works out, right? Soria has got over a four ERA, um, you know, and, and they've, they had the option down Ryan Dole, guys like that. Um, you know, but that's, 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 that's part of Moneyball, right? You just keep. You just keep throwing little money at relievers. Um, and then, you know, you find one that works and it's, uh, so that, you know, they're going to have to hope that I think part of the reason also is there, the hope is that, uh, Jesus Lazardo and AJ Puck can be, can be late inning relievers. Um, similar to when Julio Urias came out for the Dodgers. Um, I think, I think they're both, uh, starting arms, but this year, I think, uh, when they work them back into the rotation or, uh, into the major leagues, they're both going to be, um, bullpen arms, and I mean, they would be like massive additions because, as I said, the bullpen is not very good. It's just that's that's like the one thing about this team that they just can't that has just been falling apart this year. And you can't, you know, you can't do anything about it. Like it's it's uh, at least for now until they can make a trade. Like they're they're stuck with who they have, you know. And um, right, it, you know, yeah. Well, and. Blake Trinan, who who you yeah. mentioned earlier, is yeah. is just a prime example of how. Yeah. And I've heard this theme so many times. He he's a prime example of how you just don't know 
with yeah, with the closer. Exactly, they can yeah, light yeah. out one, you know? Yeah. It's like definitely. I mean, how many closers are we seeing this year who just peak at like one year of greatness? Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, it's definitely. Just, and that's I mean, I think that's part of why you're not gonna see teams you're gonna only see one or two teams give money to Craig Kimbrell or to Aroldis Chapman, right? It's like, you know, it's the, exactly. the Cubs. The Cubs threw money at Kimbrell, but they waited, right? They're not going to pay him early on. They're not going to, um, you know, they don't want to give up their uh, prospects. They're just going to sign him. It's, it's, uh, I mean, it's basically what they did is they signed him to, a, uh, they traded for him at the deadline. And then, the, you know, that's, that's essentially what they did. Um, and then the same totally. thing with Chapman a, a couple of years ago, you know, only the Cubs were going to trade for him and then only the Yankees were going to sign him. Um, you know, it's, right. I think a lot, a lot of teams are, are, uh, in certain ways adopt the, the Billy Bean style of, um, uh, because he was ahead of his time as far as analytics goes. There are certain things where he wasn't, where certain teams won't, you know, follow suit, but bullpen arms, um, you know, and you see the Rays, the Rays did that a lot. Uh, I have been doing that recently with a low payroll and they're, they're, uh, they're really good, you know, so it's, um, it's a, uh, it's a strategy that, you know, it seems like it, it works a little bit, but at the same time, like you see what, you know, see what happened with the Cubs a couple of years ago and the Yankees have a, a disgusting bullpen this year. Right. And the Red Sox last year, they threw money at Kimbrell. They ended up winning. Right. So, you know, you have to, you have to find the balance there um, of being able to save a little money, but at the same time, you know, pay the guys that you need to pay, even if it is for like, you know, a couple months, like, you know, isn't it worth it to have a dominant, you know, top two or three reliever? Um, if it means that you're going to have a shutdown guy in the eighth or ninth inning, you know, when you look at, you look at the, the recent, the recent surge in, in, a, you know, in, in, in bullpen arms and how important they are in the postseason, that's, it's worth it. Um, I'm oh, curious. It's totally so, worth it. Do you think that, do you guys still, does the Mariners still have Edwin Diaz? Or, or, did, or did he no, go somewhere else? He doesn't. Okay. No, it's okay. funny you mention it. He went to the Mets with uh, Robbie Cano. And, and it's, oh, it's okay. so funny you mention okay. it. Yeah. Because, because in terms of Blake Trinan, who, who isn't as good as last year, Eddie D is not as good as he was last okay. year for the Mets. Yeah. So it's not I'm like, you know, it maybe – Maybe Depoto got it right. I think Edwin Diaz is still a very special, one of a kind reliever. Yeah. But, oh, absolutely. Um, but he's just, but you know, he's an, an example. Like there was some statistic, like he's allowed uh, almost as many earned runs in his first what two two and a half months as a Met at, yeah. than he did all of last year for his sixty something save opportunities as a yeah. Mariner. So yeah. And but but you know but you know even he you know even he took a while he he's really had one year where he was dynamite and yeah. many Met fans are saying you know maybe that was his only year you know it's we tend to be so uh, sports is so reactive it's it it's usually just off of how a guy is doing then and there like Edwin yeah. Encarnacion was acquired by the uh, Yankees still surprisingly. Because he was hot, he was marketing himself. You know, it's just <coughs> so it, uh, it it is just really interesting. I, uh, in terms of pitchers, what's the buzz on Sean Manaya? Is he is he still going to be out the whole year? Um, so that that was the concern last year. Um, I think they're a little more optimistic. I think it's the hope is all those guys, all the young the young pitchers that they're trying to get back, will be back for the stretch run. Um, 
the you know Lazardo and Puck a little bit sooner. They're they're still working in. Lazardo just moved up to um, AAA with the Aviators. Puck is still in AA, but I think Manaya the hope is like around August he'll be back. Um, now, how much of a difference he can make, I'm not sure. Um, but obviously, you know, he had the no hitter last year and he was pretty good early on. He was probably their best pitcher until he got hurt. Um, so I think that's that's the hope is 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 bringing him back and you know having him be able to again maybe be another bullpen arm um, that can help you know uh, up up the quality of their of their relievers. Um, but you know, it's with a young guy like that, you never want to rush him back, right? I mean, you see, you know, you saw. I mean, this right. isn't entirely really, but you saw what happened with like Kevin Durant, right? Like they tried to push him back to get ready for the postseason, and then you know, twelve minutes in, he he ruptures his Achilles, right? Because they tried to push him back. And I think I I think that that concern is always there with with young pitchers and their shoulders, especially, you know, anytime you get a shoulder labrum, uh, Tommy John, it's like okay, we're gonna like slow as slowly as possible, we're gonna bring you back up because we know how fragile that arm is and how many innings are already on that 25 year old arm, and you know we want you to be able to be good for another 10 years, so we're gonna we're gonna be as slow as possible here. Um, but yeah, that's the hope is like around around August, late August. Um, that's what, that's what I've been okay. hearing, um, which is, well, which is what, nice. Yeah. Like that's, that's, uh, that, that'd be like beneficial. And, you know, that's the, hopefully they'll still be in the race in, um, August. And if they keep playing like they do, they're, you know, they're a 10, 15 game run. Like, I feel like they always are away from being a playoff team. You know, you get hot and all of a sudden it's like, oh, sheesh, they were five games back. What they're, they're a game ahead or they're like only a half game back right now. Like that's, you know, if they can, if they can figure out the, the uh the pitching situation you know they've already, we've already seen them go on a 10 game win streak um you know they, they they might be able to string off another another seven or eight game win streak or maybe win you know 13 and 15 or something like that and have be right back in the right back in the thick of it totally and oh yeah and i i think the a's are going to stay in the race just cuz once again yeah they're they're so unpredictable and they tend to be good when you don't think they will and when you think <laughs> yeah, they'll be good they're not you know, good. It's yeah. just like, yeah, yeah. Well, like, well, well, like for for example, last year, like, what the heck yeah. was that? That was ama- that was insane. They they were they yeah. were behind by so much. Even uh, the Angels and Mariners were far ahead of them. The Angels yeah. collapse, and yeah. the A's just come out of nowhere and make the playoffs. And as you said, ninety-seven wins, ninety-seven wins for a team that I'm pretty yeah. sure was projected to get last. So it, they're amazing. Yeah, and the A's play baseball you know they don't care if they if if their payroll is bottom of the barrel for among the other teams they just play and and they just and here's 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 something about the a's hitters that always seems seems like a perennial thing they're always clutch the a's hitters yeah oh yeah oh yeah there's it's 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 weird there's some kind of magic especially at the coliseum like I remember, it was a couple of years ago when they when they uh, they started their run. I think it was like 2012. They had some like 16 or 17 walkoffs, which was like by far the most in the majors. And you know, it was crazy. It was like they got like three in in one like four game series against the Yankees, and it was always like you know, it'd be a home run one day, then it'd be a walk another day. I was at a game where there was like a sack fly, you know, Chris Davis two run blast. It's it's always like um, and it's funny. I was actually I was at the game last year when they when they kind of started their run. It was Around this time, almost exactly a year ago, in San Diego against the Padres, and it was they were down like one nothing or something in the top of the ninth inning, down to their last strike, a runner on, and Piscotty just you know 
mashed, or I think it was two nothing. He mashed a two run home run um, in the ninth inning. They sent it into extras, and then they hit another home run in the top of the tenth. But it was like you know that that right. was like that 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 was like the vibe around the team. Like right, I remember being at that game, being like, oh man, like this is like this is like this this feels like the start of something. And then they just they just were like just on fire. And it was weird because it I feel like last year was a little bit of an uh, anomaly. Not with the A's necessarily, but in baseball, like you saw, you know, they were, they were, they got 97 wins and they were the wild card team. Like they were the, the, you know, they couldn't even make it out of the wild card game. Like they were like the fourth or fifth best team in, in, in the major leagues, like in the AL, like right. the Red Sox had 108 wins. The Astros had like 103, the Yankees had like a hundred, you know, it was one of those weird years where like in nine years out of 10, 97 wins is going to, is going to be the best team in baseball. But last year it was like, they, you know, they couldn't, they couldn't even make it. They could only get like two runs in the wild card game. It was, yeah, and it was, totally. uh, it was, it was, so, it was so weird. And uh, it sucks because I feel like they're not, they're, they're not as good this year. But like, you know, they're also like, even if they have ninety wins this year, they're gonna have a better chance than last year just because, you know, the the teams as opposed, you know, except for the Yankees and the Astros, uh, most of baseball isn't as good as it was last season. Not at all, and. Going off that, yeah, no, I, I, I will, I will, and to contrast that, um, last year's Mariner team that faded and had the luxury of the A's to just getting super hot when, when they did 189 wins, the, uh, 2015 Astros won 86 games and, yeah, won and won the, that same wild card game against the Yankees. So, yeah, it's just, yeah, it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, <laughs> What I had, there had never been a season it seemed where there was such contrast between the two leagues. Every team yeah. in oh, the yeah. NL last year was in it, and then yeah, it was it was basically uh, five. It was basically seven, six teams battling for five playoff spots, not yeah. counting the Indians who basically had the who they were yeah. like the Twins this year. They they, 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 yeah. they basically had the Central locked up, but it was just. Yeah. So it, it it was it was bizarre. Why well, I, I I actually think um I um in terms of the rest of the AL West uh I actually I don't see anybody catching the Strohs, but I see you guys finishing no. second because the Angels they they are the opposite of you guys. They have a lot of money. They have a lot of names. But they just can't do it. And the Rangers are you know they. They they just they are in 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 a bit of a rebuild. I think that they'll peter out. Maybe it's just it is very interesting. How do you see the A's finishing this year? Do you do you think that the word playoffs could actually be the case again this year or no? Do you, do you think you guys I mean, will peter I, out? I, th- I think um I I have faith in the team. I think I think that there's a potential there. Yeah, I was surprised. I didn't know the Rangers were so good. I was talking to my buddy and I was like, wait, the Rangers are like five games over five hundred. Like what? When when did they get good? I thought they were terrible. Um, yeah. I think I, I think <laughs> I think sec I think second place in the AOS is definitely in play. Again, they they I was I wrote like an article like statistically, literally the last two years they have a, a over five hundred record against every team except for the Astros and the Rockies, and they have like been better than every team like head to head than ju- basically just the Astros. Like every other baseball team, they have you know they're like a hundred and something. Um, you know, they only have like, uh, 60 or 70 losses and against the Astros, they're like eight and 17. Like they just, they can't figure them out. It's, it's a weird, 
I mean, they have been doing that to the, to the rest of the, the rest of the MLB too. The Astros have, but um, yeah, I think they'll oh, they'll yeah. win the division comfortably, ten or twelve games. Um, oh, totally. And I, totally. and I have them. I have them and the Yankees as like a dangerous, like the, the I, I like if that if that's the ALCS, that'll be a fun ALCS. Um, but I I see oh. the um, uh, I don't know. I see them. I see them being in play in the wild card definitely. Um, I think I think they'll make a run. I think they'll be two or three games out heading into the last couple weeks. Um, you know, they'll they'll have to compete yeah. with the uh, the Rays and the Red Sox, um, which will be tough. But I mean, I see them. I see them being right in it. Um, I'm not sure. You know, they'll need that late push and they'll need that arm, the bullpen arm. But um, I see the offense continuing to get hot. Um, and hopefully they'll, you know, they'll they can figure everything out and get get their uh, get their starting pitching and their and their relievers in order. Um, what about what about the Mariners? Do you think they're uh, you think they're going to continue just selling off everybody? And then it's yeah. just going to be Felix Hernandez is left still there, just hanging out. Like the rest of the I, team but, gone. <laughs> I, oh yeah, no, I yeah, I they they, they are going to keep on selling the veterans. Um, yeah, basically our our from our GM's mouth, our team plan is to rebuild until we have a contender for twenty twenty one. The only problem with that is that you you can never be certain or predict how how your team will do. But yeah, we'll be selling. Yeah. Uh, okay. We'll be selling. I think former A Ryan Healy to maybe the the. Royals, there have been rumors about that. It's just, yeah, it's, yeah, we are, it, 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 it's a full team turnover and we are such an, like, dead last in terms of, uh, not being a contender that, yeah, this is a garbage season, essentially. So, yeah. But, yeah, the, well, well, hey, uh, that's about our time. Thank you so much, Zach. For sure. Uh, Yeah. Absolutely. This is, yeah, this, um, this has been, Another episode of Josh Knows Sports. Uh, you can find my blog site, joshknowsports.com. That's K-N-O-W, no. Um, you could also find my Facebook page devoted to sports commentary and fun facts titled Josh Knows Sports. And my Twitter handle, at Josh Madwell. That's at Josh, M-A-D-U-E-L-L. That is our show, folks.